Well, hi, everybody. Welcome to the Storyteller Almanac Podcast. My name is Mike. Thanks for tuning in. Today's episode is a shorter one. It's all about a real popular old song that almost didn't make it out to the airways because people thought it was too much of a flag waver kind of song. Let us begin. She was the songbird of the South, the on-air host of three popular programs in radio's golden age, and one of the nation's three most admired people. She would eventually sell more than $7 million in defense and war bonds and be honored by every American president from Franklin D. Roosevelt to Ronald Reagan. He was America's favorite composer, a Russian immigrant destined to create a personal empire by writing both the words and music for some of America's best-loved musical stage plays and movies. Their historic collaboration turned a rejected song from a World War I soldier show into a continuing charity fundraiser, a professional hockey team's good luck charm, Major League Baseball stretch music, a new president's emotional sign-off statement, and America's second national anthem. In November 1938, she wanted to sing a special song to recognize the 20th anniversary of the armistice that ended World War I. Her manager, Ted Collins, asked America's favorite composer to create a new song to honor the occasion. He agreed and began writing, but nothing satisfied him. Then he remembered a song he wrote when he was in the Army, a tune the show producers rejected for being too much of a flag waver. He reviewed the song, and he made two changes in the lyrics. She loved the song and sang it as her closing number on her November 10, 1938 radio show. The new anthem was an immediate hit, and the singer sang it on almost every broadcast through December 1940 when public performances of ASCAP songs were banned from the airwaves. The lyrics of this song were inserted into the congressional record in a failed attempt to make the song our nation's new national anthem. The song was sung at both Democratic and Republican conventions of 1940, and again via a videotape at the Republican convention, which nominated George W. Bush in 2000. In 1943, when the writer of the song produced his World War II soldier show, This is the Army, at Warner Brothers Pictures, he included a song featuring the singer recreating that 1938 radio broadcast. Two decades later, National Hockey League officials noted that while Philadelphia Flyers fans were not duly respectful when the Star-Spangled Banner was played, they were more attentive when the public address system played this lady's version of the famous song. Flyers fans also noted that their team won most games when they played this song at the beginning of the game instead of the Star-Spangled Banner. On opening day of the 1973 season, She strode across a red carpet in Philadelphia and sang the song in person. The Flyers beat the Toronto Maple Leafs 2 to nothing that time. At critical games throughout the season, she was driven down from New York to perform her famous song. She performed it the night the Flyers beat the Boston Bruins to win the Stanley Cup. Following the championship game, both teams lined up to shake her hand. The next season, she sang it again when the Flyers retained the Stanley Cup beating the New York Islanders. In 1987, the year after her death, she was honored with a bronze statue recognizing her as the Flyers' good luck charm. The composers, 
most important composition, quote-unquote, has been constantly performed since the Twin Towers disaster on September 11, 2001. On our nation's second day of infamy, U.S. Senators sang it on the steps of the United States Capitol. Canadian singer Celine Dion performed America's second national anthem on a nationwide telethon, America, a tribute to heroes, on September 21, 2001. And Major League Baseball officials ordered the song to be played during the seventh-inning stretches of all their baseball games. So have you figured it all out yet? Kate Smith made famous Irving Berlin's composition, God Bless America. Well, I hope you enjoyed today's podcast episode about a a little old song that was almost never heard because they thought it was too much of a flag waver. (laughs) Go figure. Thanks for tuning in. Until next time, be kind to each other, do good deeds, pray for peace, and help those in need. Make it a good day, y'all. (laughs) 